Um, so if, before we start, if you have any questions for us, you want us to answer in the air, just email us at one more drink, sir, at gmail.com. Yeah. All one word, one more drink, sir, at gmail.com. How bad do you have to vape? Bad enough, am I right? Sunglasses fall into my face. <sighs> laugh track. Cue laugh track. I watched a documentary about that, actually. Did you? About the history of the laugh track. It's pretty good. Yeah, most of the classic laugh tracks you hear in today's comedies, the people are all dead. It was recorded in, like, the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, all dead. Everyone. So... So, welcome to Gin and Tonic. It's episode 20 fucking something. I. Yeah. We're in 24, 24 now? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. You've heard us for like almost half a year now. It's been about that, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey. All right, let's do a halfway of through the year party right now on the air. <laughs> Little sparklers that can put them in there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. If you download this episode, it'll come with a bunch of confetti. There you go. Delivered straight to your door. To your, no, to your phone. To your phone. You get phone confetti. Nice. Is it like, um, whatever those, like, joke packages you could send to people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? There's probably. still a lot of them. I mean, didn't we look them up, like, months ago? Like, the ones that you can send a bunch of, like, gummy dicks to someone? Yeah, but I mean, like, like uh, glitter bombs. Yeah, that too. It was the oh. same company. They had like 50 variations of joke shit you could send. But There's like, also another one where you can send it to a friend. It's like, we'll, and you're like, wrap it in a discreet packaging, and then it just says porn all over it. So they get this box that says big fucking red <laughs> letters, porn. Nice. Is it like a meme, though? Is it still like, is, do people still like just do that, like regularly? So. So. Um, I, um, I had a question for you, sort of. Examples of, um, like, what do you think of? I asked you this earlier, and I wanted you to come up with something. Like, when you think of bad design, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Usually, for me, it's like food packaging, where like, like yeah, stuff is like misleadingly full. So okay. you like buy it and you open it up, and it's like half like on one side or some shit. Totally, like, yeah. Hell? Like, like I'm paying money for food, like a full container, and I get a half container that only shows in like the see-through package, like part of the packaging. Like, or like some frozen pizzas get pretty bad too, where it's just like pepperoni, and you open the box, and it's like, like there's like three pieces of pepperoni like on the part that you see in the little window of the box. Okay, so like you're you you would say that bad design is something that is that doesn't that doesn't care about what a person would need or what they think they would need when they're getting like pizza and stuff like that. Like they want, they expect something that is plentiful and fruitful, but it turns out to just be jack shit and just obfuscated by piss poor packaging. Yeah. Okay. See, that totally makes sense. That is, there's even a subreddit dedicated to this called asshole design. Right. So I ran into like a real life piece of asshole design, um, just downtown. And I hadn't really, I hadn't really put much thought into it, but I was, I was walking past on like way up Dalhousie when you get closer to the embassies, and I noticed that there's a Shoppers Drug Mart that is on a street corner, but the whole street corner, that whole street's on an incline, it's going downhill, and they had the, there was the way to enter it was, there was a black guardrail which on, with the entryways on both sides, a side with a stairwell and a side with a ramp, so. You, you can imagine, so 
what the smart thing to do would be, it'd be to put the ramp facing the uphill direction. So then if there was ever an accident or something happened, whoever was in a wheelchair didn't actually just go careening down the street. But lo and behold, they did the other it's, way. it's done the other way. So I'm looking at and I remember thinking to myself, like, it's got to happen eventually where someone's going to be coming out of there in a wheelchair. And I mean, not only this, they're just picking up speed. It's, 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 they're going downhill and then leveling off, but they're still going downhill, like immediately into a street that's like maybe 10 meters down. Maybe it's a neighborhood where those like electronic wheelchairs are more popular. This is downtown. This is downtown where I can assure you there's definitely not, you know, any specialized. But Chopper's pretty bougie. I mean, you know, if you're shopping there and you're in a wheelchair, you probably got an electric one. But see, I still think that that doesn't ex- excuse it, though, does it? That, no, that doesn't excuse poor design at all. <laughs> okay, no, definitely not. I'm just being an asshole. House Reach by uh, Jack White just dropped, so I was uh, obviously enchanted by uh, the album. He's phenomenal, and I started going through just you know news stories as you do, right? Just click holes. You follow one link towards the other, and I eventually landed on a page uh, by NME.com, uh, New Music Entertainment News, I guess, and with the headline just being Jack White doesn't understand what DJ Khaled does. And to me, that just it cracked me up. I remember reading it, and just thinking like, this is, this is actually quite funny. And uh, J- White says, "Wilds," West says, "Wild thoughts" is just ju- uh, Santana's song in its entirety. I guess poking fun at the fact that um, DJ Khaled is known to sample entire songs and just and just put them out as his own. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of DJ Khaled? I think he's kind of like he makes a lot of money, so he's hard to like not take seriously. But at the same time, he's a fucking joke. Like, he like, kind of is, right? Like he's he's a meme. Like he's become popular because like he repeats stuff over and over again. Yeah, and hasn't changed at all. I remember he was the one guy who like cut out, tapped out the earliest on Hot Ones. Yeah, the Hot Ones interview where he's basically and he's like this ain't giving up, and then Sean White, Sean is just like. No, but it is giving up by definition. You you just threw in the towel like that's yeah. and he challenges him on it too. He's like, no, like you're wrong. Like I don't know what you're wow. doing. His excuse was that like I know what I'm. If you're giving up doing something that is purposefully harming you, then that is not giving up or something of that. Not purposely harming you, fuck you. And it's, it's just like food. it's just like hot wings. It's like, dude, this. But anyway, he has to take the high road every time, and he like has no road to fucking lean on to begin with. Like, uh, but yeah, I just like the way that it was worded. She doesn't just doesn't know what he does. TJ Khaled, everybody. I mean, if you're a fan, that's totally fine. Like, you know, I respect your musical opinion, but I just think as a person, he's kind of like a walking, talking joke. Like, kind of. Well, even the music thing, because like, I can definitely, I can definitely say with 100 percent certainty, there are a ton of tracks by DJ Khaled that I like. But it's but then you have to call, kind of call into question how much of the song actually is him. If that makes any and he's sense, he's just yelling like every like four he's just bars. Yelling every four bars and like the production. Sure, the production's great, but like, what did you contribute? Like objectively, well, that's did he do the beats? Like, did he? People did say he he's like, well, it? he's DJ Khaled, right? I mean, he'd be mixing it, of course. But but at the same time, he? I don't think he does everything. Yeah. Anyway, that's just me. <laughs> 
watched. I found out about this show on Netflix that come at me, and yeah. um, um, it's called Evil Genius. Mm-hmm. And it's a docu series about um, well, we have the link up the murder of uh, J. James Charles, Brian Wells. Yeah. So essentially, this is um, a pizza delivery man gets called to a house, and then. Um, goes to a bank then to rob it and he's wearing this like big shirt like over his neck and everything you can't see anything yep. and then he like walks out with like $9,000 or something from the bank and then he gets like pulled over later and then as the police are like interrog- like not interrogating him but like like they handcuffed him and put him on the side of the road and started asking questions he's like I don't have much time left mm-hmm. and they're just like what are you talking about and he's just like like he starts telling them there's like a neck bomb attached to his neck and they're like we don't believe you yeah. so like they keep like f- making phone calls and all of a sudden the thing goes off and just severs the guy's head like it wasn't even just yeah. like a like an explosion where everything exploded it was like like it, oh it's just a clean because i i know this story but i i thought that it was just literally a bomb so it was just a like a controlled explosion they had to yeah it was a controlled explosion that like basically snaps your neck like kind of thing it's like not a huge explosion Shit. and um from what i understand like they had to like sever his head to take the, the neck bomb off so they could actually investigate it unfortunately for his family but the other thing that's fucked up about this is they found out later on that it was this messed up treasure hunt that someone had set up that, like, the guy would have never had. It was a plot to get someone to rob a bank for you, then collect the money after the bomb went off. Yeah. So like, Okay. Cause I, so that makes it even weirder, then, because I, I, that adds a whole, like, layer of this was... Because if, I mean, the way I'd heard the story, I'm like, this guy's fucking psychotic. But then for it to be, like, such a specialized thing, because it, it doesn't seem as haphazard anymore. Well, the other thing is, like, like that I was reading in it, they were just like, apparently he was targeted because somehow it was public knowledge that this guy was really into treasure hunts. Really? Yeah. That's kind of fucked. Yeah. It's a little diabolical, man. Oh, like, shit. They even have a photo of the device up on Yeah, it looks like a big handcuff. That's if you want to Google what we're looking at, just look up neck bum collar from... Just Google collar. Brian Wells. Yeah, don't Brian don't Wells. put bomb into do Google. It. Don't do I've that. I've done it. Yeah, but, you know, it's just like... it's. It's bad. And you're wasting taxpayer funds. Yeah, but it's funny. Duh. That is fucked up. That is like diabolical. You know, it's look at the. So they made him rob the bank with that cane shotgun. A homemade cane shotgun. Okay, that's kind of badass though. Some penguin shit. That's yeah. That's yeah. But the guy never fired at anyone, so no one else died. But the person they found out was the mastermind was this lady that ended up going to jail and like two years into jail she like had got cancer and died. Wow, so that's yeah. like that's almost like that's almost like a, a, a like a boot to the nuts on top of that. It's like she didn't even serve. serve. Sentence. Yeah, I, know, I was thinking that too when I read this story. I was like, this leaves me with like such a like an open book. Like there's not like as much closure as I wanted there to be. No, sure, no, she's, no. Dead, she's dead, but like. But she didn't suffer for being a total piece of crap for making this guy like basically end his life. That is and the other up. the other thing they found out is the neck bomb. Like they looked at like the the treasure hunt map that they found, and or not the map, but like the the list of instructions. And like had the guy completed them anyways, there wasn't enough time before the bomb went off. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that is. You know what? It, it, it may, what makes it more doubly terrifying is the fact that this is this isn't a movie. 
This no, is this real, is real life. life. And so that exists within the realm of possibility. And that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. I think that's the... Someone l- literally did this in actuality. Yeah. And, and yeah, that is so fucked. I mean, realistically speaking, like this isn't reason to change your like living habits. It really isn't. Statistically speaking, don't go on any mystery treasure hunts where they attach a neck bomb to you. That's yeah, just basic don't, advice. Yeah, there, there's some. Co- I mean, what? I mean, what kind of confuses me was just how that shit all went down to begin with. Like, how do you? How does one let themselves be taken like that, if, if not for, like, beaten over the head unconscious? He was promised money, from what I understand. He was promised part of the money from. So the he bank agreed robbery. to this, and yeah, he agreed to this. Oh like, fuck! He agreed to doing this. He wasn't like forced into it. He he literally showed up to deliver the pizza, and they're like, "Hey, like, like we have this crazy treasure hunt. Do you want to like try it?" Blah blah blah. Like, Just here, put this thing around your neck. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I would never. I would never fuck with I'd that. I'd never like, even remotely, even if it was just like, even if under the guise that, oh, this thing isn't real. Like, you know what? I think I'll skip on that. I'm not really into that kind of adrenaline. But I'm pretty sure they, like, you know, they they kind of <laughs> did force him into it at the same time. Like, I think they, like, drew guns on him when he showed up. I haven't. This I haven't, was one girl, though. This was one girl and two accomplices. Oh, and the reason okay, they found right. them is because a week later, they found, uh, the police found a body in a freezer. And it was one of the two accomplices because he, he, he wasn't going to keep his mouth shut. Right. That's. Wow, that is just a so whole. So she orchestrated everything. She got everyone to kill each other for her. She didn't get her hands dirty. Mm-hmm. So it was all conspiracy to commit this, blah, 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 when it came down to her charges. And then actual, she got the murder charge as well and all that stuff. That's fucked up. Yeah. That is incredible. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. So if you've got Netflix, definitely go check out uh, Evil Genius. Um, have a watch and uh, let us know what your thoughts are at one more drink, sir, at gmail.com. Awesome. Alrighty. Um, my next question is... This is a Reddit thread I saw, and it kind of made me laugh, and I figured we could get a nice little discussion about this, but um, if you could teleport a T-Rex anywhere in time, where would you do it to cause the most damage? You go first. So, like, I'm just kind of pulling examples from the thread, but there was ones where, like, they were talking, a, a guy was saying, like, no one would realize that it was a real dinosaur if you teleported it to the first, like, the first Jurassic Park's, like, opening weekend. They would all think it's a promotion. They'd be like, this is cool, and then it would start like, eating people. And Okay. I mean, I but feel you could like... also do it somewhere like you could like do it like like transport a T-Rex in Hitler's bunker. Oh, okay. Like, okay, something so... like that, you know? Like... All right, because I was going to go like, like just the dawn of man and then just, I mean, that'll have the most repercussions, I guess, but... Someone in the thread had also posted, they're like, send him like, back like... 800,000 years or something like that just so we can live in peace and he wouldn't get killed by the meteors yeah basically or she depending on well them you'd have to bring two thems right (laughs) are t-rexes like lovebirds they can't exist without one or the other well I mean they'll they'll die I mean they'll die anyway they'll die more peacefully instead of meteors this is true very true I think that if I were to it's yeah I'd bring it to like the dawn of man that would cause the most like that would just it would rinse through us when do we start using tools probably not the dawn like well probably no you know what primates 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 and stuff we're using tools tools. like 
monkeys like use like sticks to like pull ants out of like trees and shit. Yeah, so we must have had to quote unquote tools. simple tools. Yeah, simple tools. Well, I mean, we didn't have. Oh no, wait. Simple tools and simple mechanisms. Those are two different things. Yeah, right? simple tools we would have had. Yeah. Like that would be like like the most like the, the earliest knife is an obsidian blade. Yeah, which is like basically the sharpest fucking rock in the world. Well, it's because it's it, because of its crystalline structure. It could be like an atom thick or thin yeah. at the edge but um yeah it's hard to do that like you and, couldn't just make an obsidian and it's crazy because like that tool would have been sufficient for hunting because hunt no, humans like for 70 percent of our existence hunted by endurance yeah so we would chase we would something down until it got tired and yeah. stab the shit out of it with an obsidian knife yeah that's like, something that a lot of people <laughs> right that's kind of badass that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that humans are these incredible incredible endurance in the yeah. animal kingdom it's like oh, yeah. the one edge that we got on most things you couldn't really tell because like we're you way can't, too sedentary these you, days. You can't outrun a gazelle, but you can chase you it can down until it gets too it. tired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and we're in packs too, right? So we just kind of make this wide net kind of approach circle to in it. and fuck them up. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, just think about how much. Uh, oh my God, this guy was so. Think of how ripped like the first dude who came up with like the simple machine, right? Invented the lever. Think yeah. of that guy. He like, I can move this rock. Check it out, guys. Let me jam a stick under it, and I'll push down on the stick. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, fuck. drowning in ladies. Yeah, it's great. he's just like, oh. Duh. Everyone loves this shit. <gasps> yeah. No, uh, I think a T-Rex in the, at the dawn of man would mess things up, because they'd have tools, and they'd have a fighting chance. I feel like, you know, a T-Rex could be taken down a lot easier than we think. Like, I don't know how... I don't oh, know it's how, a sketchy beast, man. I wouldn't pretty, fuck with it. I, but, like, if you, like, you know, crowd it. Like, it can't start fucking you up, like, 20 people It could, like, once. step on you. But just stab it in the feet until it's until it falls over. I feel like and it's almost stab like... It neck. It's almost like you fighting off, like, four squirrels. Four is, like, not that bad. Like, like, 50 squirrels. Like, imagine, like, a huge pack of humans just show up and start stabbing the shit out of your legs. Then you fall over because your leg is, like, tearing and shit. Okay, like, so here's a question for the internet. Were we even in tribes of 50 people back then? Tweet us. Because <laughs> I... Do, tweet us. Because I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not, like, saying that it's true. I'm creating a hypothetical situation. A, a fighting chance <laughs> for the humans. You know, a simple proposition. <laughs> Oh god, um, yeah, I, I stand by what I said. I think you'd get the most carnage done versus early hominids than a bunch of onlooking tourists at a Jurassic Park. What exhibit. about where it's like least expected? Like, like what about like right when the boat landed in Australia to drop off all those prisoners? You just drop the T Rex right on there. <sighs> That'd be pretty fucked. Or just drop it in the war of like seven. They'd be like, I hate this place. Nine of the ten deadliest snakes in the world, plus a T Rex. Fuck uh, it. Two T Rexes because we're trying. We're we're being nice and we're gonna let them breed. It's <laughs> given a shit review on Yelp. Um, Australia, do not go. Do not go. Fuck. Um, I think that um, I think that it'd be kind of fun though. Your idea is pretty. Actually, dropping in Hitler's bunker would be fucking hilarious. Like he just spawns uh, there, it just like spawns. In I know that's what I mean. Like, like he just appears, the, the bunker like falls apart, and he just oh, chomps oh, on God. makes that little bitch suffer. Oh fuck! I, that reminds me of something. This is completely off topic, but um, I was watching. So Arrested Development season four got a re-release. They yeah. re-put it up on Netflix, the Fateful Consequences version, where they. So if you watched Arrested Development and you hated season four, that's okay. Everybody did. 
I thought it was okay, but I'm like a I'm a nerd and I've got problems. But they re-released it, and it's they shuffled all the episodes up so it's more like a traditional episode. And I got there's a bunch of jokes that I completely missed going through it again a second time, and one of them was uh, Hitler related. They uh, so in season four there is. Um, He's, Tobias is with this like, girl who played Sue Storm before, and I guess because her name is Sue Storm, her name needs to be stylized like lightning bolts, and they were selling armbands on like Hollywood, on Rodeo oh, Drive, no. which is like the SS oh, and lightning no. bolts. He's like, oh, would you like this armband? Offering it to kids. It was fucking hilarious. Wow. I was like, unbelievable. It's like a, na- it's like a navy purple blue. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. That's fucked up. It's only flashed on screen for like a half second, and I completely missed it before. Now you just, you saw it this time and you just lost it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, sorry. Great show. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about was, uh, so I was reading about um, this interesting philosophical idea called monoculture. Okay. And essentially it, it entails like, like for example, like this is like a basic example, but it could go in like way more in depth <coughs> and way more philosophical, but it's when something like, something like that, is starting to is pretty cool that like let's say like like you could use the basic example like music hipsters are really into and then suddenly starts selling a ton and like there's like a lot of like inherent like memes that are made and repeat jokes and like you can even look at like reddit where like the same reddit jokes get posted in every thread and it's just over and over again like yeah so it becomes less about creativity and originality but more about like the same crap over and over again. I know that sounds repetitive, but maybe I'm making my point. <laughs> like, wh- when when does a meme become spam? No, 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 no. A meme, I would say, is different. So my, I would say memes are different because they they're not permanent. Right. And they they they're very sporadic. Whereas like monoculture would be like like when Odd Future got popular, they used to be like like known to the hip underground hip hop community. They were like an underground hip hop group, and then they started getting popular amongst like a lot of suburbanites and stuff and then they started changing their style to suit that better to sound a little more like mainstream a little more mainstream than because like who doesn't know tower the creator now and who doesn't know like like earl sweatshirt and anyone like that whereas like way back in like 2011 like no one heard of them and you were like if you shared it with someone they're like whoa where'd you find this like Mm um almost like um like it's almost like saying that all culture is like convergent yeah exactly it's it it seems to go back into the same mold over and over again no matter what kind of flavors of popsicle you have it'll be the same shape yeah Yeah. okay that's interesting i think that um well that makes sense right if it only seems that way but i think all of culture is kind of culture kind of just evolves but I think it also comes from that, like, there's, like, very... There's, like, I would say two different types of people when it comes to culture, and those are the ones that want it to remain yeah. a certain way, which could be, like, the beginning stages of, like, pre-monoculture. Yeah. And then, like, once it becomes monoculture <laughs> and homogenized, then it becomes more of, like, a, a popular amongst a lot of people. And it will... If it ever goes back to this small group, it'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. Like... I, th- I think that... I don't know if this is parallel at all, but I think that culture changes and evolves, and, and if it evolves and it changes, that's what keeps it alive. And oh, I agree. And I think that's the only way to, to keep, and that's the only way for them to, to keep steam and keep popularity, and I think the best like comparison I can make is like 
I'm gonna Kanye West. Um, Kanye West at one point said uh, that we're the new rock stars, and everyone kind of like flipped out and like we're the. But uh, to me, that just meant that where rock was at a certain time, mm-hmm. hip hop was way down here. It was strictly an underground thing. Yeah. It was strictly a. It was it was not the mainstream thing. You and heard then, about it through a friend of a friend and stuff. It wasn't yeah. always like. Like oh, it's on the radio now. Yeah. Like but now, hip hop, like it or not, hip hop is the main thing right now. Yeah. It is the popular thing. It is the thing to be, um, wherever you go in the world, right? And the reason why is because it's been able to change, evolve, and adapt in yep. the sense that like hip, what's popular today, like we consider, how is it that we consider like, you know. Lil Uzi Vert and Takashi Six Nine hip hop, as much as we call, you know, Slick Rick hip hop. Mm-hmm. We call, um, I don't know, two. You know, even even just never mind. Never mind Slick Ricks. That's way back. Like let's take like Tupac, which honestly isn't that long ago. The rap that Tupac did and the rap that Lil Uzi Vert did or do, does rather are two completely different things. We call them both hip hop. The genre has evolved. The sound has changed. I would agree, but I think it comes down to a musical thing with hip hop because you can you can still be considered hip hop as long as you have a four of a four beat and you have you have drum kicks and hi hats. But they going okay, like like giving you like boom boom because hip hop is is originally from a breakbeat of a disco record. So when there was a moment to sit there and kind of cool off in between dancing, they would play a breakbeat. Yeah, and the breakbeat is is like boom. Boom, tss, boom, tss, drum, mm-hmm. snare, drum, snare, drum, snare. So, um, and that stuff started like in the late '70s, like like doing like breakbeats and stuff. So, like the first hip hop record came out. Oh, it's so disputed. A lot of people say it's like like it was. Um, what are they called? The ones that did Rapper's Delight, Sugar Hill Gang. Okay. A lot of people say it was them that did the first hip hop record. A lot of other people say other things, but right. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because like hip hop, the reason it's it's very ever evolving yet still homogenous is because there's a defined aspect of the music itself. You can change how you pronounce and say the words, mm-hmm. but if you don't have that that boom tss, boom tss, at least, then you would be considered something else. Maybe R and B, maybe pop, maybe mm-hmm. like even there's like rap rock. It's kind of a mix of the two that doesn't really sound like rap, but it, they say it quickly and rhyme quickly right. so it sounds like rap at the same time and you, there's so many different styles with hip-hop i mean you've got like like the gangster rap the break the b the b-boys you've got underground you've got backpacker rap you've got um you've got gangster like uh 2000s gangster rap that was like a lot more like about like cars and stun and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then you have like like the the stoner rap and you have right. the 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 like lo-fi hip-hop now and you have the the different artists that just mix the music with similar lyrics or change the lyrics or write mm-hmm. new lyrics there's cloud rap which is like young lean and like bladey and like the the, the really airy sounding auto-tune kind right. of rap I, th- I think that but that just that kind of just proves my point that it's gone through I, hip-hop has either gone through or exists currently in many different iterations you don't hear but you don't hear some of the older versions being played as much anymore. They're no longer, they're no longer popular. Same thing for the same reason that you don't really hear Johnny Cash anywhere. 
right now or any or any contemporary that sounds like Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. You don't really they don't really get the plays. The stuff that's getting in the plays is the stuff that's the country that sounds a bit more poppy, the you know, the Garth Brooks of the world, the I can only name one country singer, but Florida Georgia line. Florida Georgia line, sure. I think that's probably their name. I don't know either. Maybe. I don't know. But they're not getting played because they sound too much like this old thing that we're just not into anymore. But I then again, our perspective is very like, like is very niche at the same time because like you and I both are clearly like into hip hop and like weird genres that a lot of music music like people that listen to music don't actually listen to. Whereas like if you go to if you go to Canada, there's a lot of country popularity. Like if you go to like parts of the city outside of the city, then you find a lot more country popularity than hip hop. But I'm willing to bet that either way, they're still gonna be more into the more poppy country stuff. They're there's they're they're just gonna skew towards that direction. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. But it, it I think that. So to bring it all back, I think that having this, mo- I think it's kind of hard to say monoculture because this this culture is the it is it's a very broad term, right? I think that it just changes and morphs. I think of it more of like a weird grotesque worm. I think you're focusing on culture a lot more than I'm trying to make the point about. Like what I'm trying to say is like is like it's more about the homogenization of an aspect that's popular. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to pick apart the homogenous mix, which is kind of not possible. I guess it's yeah, it's not possible, right? Which is the whole point. It's difficult to... It's hard to pick apart culture. Stuff gets ruined if you like it. I don't know if that's true. That's not always true. I, I'm sure, I'm sure somewhere true, there are examples it's... of like a movie that just did this book justice or something. Well, my problem is like there's so many great things out there, but if you dig deeper than the surface, you find out how fucked up sometimes they are. Like one of my favorite movies of all time is Chinatown, and it's protected by the Academy. So it's pretty fucked up because... It's a great movie, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I don't want to support this piece of shit. So, like, in my case, I'll probably just download it and pirate it instead of buying it anywhere. You have to, yeah. But at the same time, I can't be like, oh, I love this director. Like, you can't make those mistakes. No, definitely not. I think it's kind of shitty because there's a lot of people that aren't pedophiles that worked on it, right? It's kind of like, oh, that's the thing, right? Like, like, you separate a man from the the auteurism of Hollywood, like, it basically makes it really tough for, um, individuals to be recognized it's more about who directed it or who produced it or who wrote it yeah that's fair that is very true but yeah yeah it's tough it's a it's a as as someone if you direct let's say you you know you hire a crew with the expectation that you're going to um credit everyone it's going to yeah. be great and everyone's going to get recognized but who honestly sits through the credits in the end of the movie and is like oh man second assistant camera i love that guy yeah. like, like i've still, seen all his movies like way to grip that key bro you've got mail you've got mail yo 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 there hey go. it's our listener mail segment we got our our first listener mail actually and uh yeah uh how about i read some of those for you so um <clears throat> Howdy, my name is Vanilla. I'm a, ch- I'm a stripper. Me and my friend Sweet Cherry have some questions for you. The tiny people who live inside the speakers. If you ate pasta and antipasta, would you still be hungry? I mean, if the if both com- combined together is similar to like the unstoppable force hitting an, an um, immovable object, then like why do we kill people for killing people to show that killing is wrong? 
Yeah. Well, not in Canada. We don't have the death penalty here. If you're in a vehicle going speed of light, what happens when you turn on the headlights? You're no longer a causal object. So it's just, that's like time. It's like your time is slowing. It's fucking weird, man. Why do you call something sent by car a shipment and something by a ship a cargo? Same reason we call Parkway uh, not a driveway. If nothing ever sticks to Teflon, how do they make Teflon stick to pen? How do they make Teflon? We've answered your question. <laughs> if I save time, when do I get it back? In the future, of course. Why does it take 15 minutes to cook rice? Um, to cook minute white what? If space is a vacuum, who changes the bags? Black holes. Probably. Right? That was, uh... That's so many questions. Is that our listener mail segment? That was, uh, listener mail. That was listener mail. Yeah. You heard it here first. Listener mail. For the Gin and Tonic Podcast. Why do we need an appointment to see a psychic? Psychic? There was a psychic this week that got arrested because she owed $800,000 to someone for ripping them off. Like the what? Court, yeah, the court fucking settled against her. That is fucking amazing. And then all the, the article was great. It was like, psychic didn't see it coming. <laughs> 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 I literally started just tr cracking up at work because I was just reading this stupid article about this dumbass psychic. That is fucking brilliant. Fucking made me laugh. Where was this? Uh, New York. Okay. New York. Or New York City, I should say. That is hilarious. And one of the victims was a Canadian woman, so I, I, got, I felt utter shame. Utter, utter patriotic shame. That is fucking, that is brilliant. And patriotic. Very nice. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Well, what do you think? Um, I think we we talked some stuff this week, and it was good. It was pretty good. Um, I felt good about it. Yeah, the the episode will be released two days early on the Patreon subscriber link, and uh, two days shortly after that on the iTunes and the Google Play and the rest of those indexing websites. Yeah, all of them, wherever you listen to this. Good night, everybody. Take it easy, guys. Cheers.